perfect timing. And we are live. <laughs> At least it wasn't me coughing to start it off this time, which is a good thing. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, goddamn people, really? Why, why, why won't you? If I had one wish from Santa, <clears throat> what would I ask for? What would be the second thing that I'd ask for? The abolishment of willful ignorance. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. It's S-H-U-J-I-N. You want to look me up? It's hard to miss me. Um, for those of you that are watching and uh, kind of wondering, uh, why are you looking so scruffy and whatnot? Well, I've been mostly sick the entire week yeah you guys know full well that i do a whole bunch of you know dj time over in second life i did one show on monday night kind of pushing myself and this entire rest of the week i basically said nope 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 so yeah this is the first time i've been behind a microphone worthwhile in almost a week i've been sick as a dog don't ask let me go ahead and introduce you everybody because well um i figured i might be you know good enough to kind of stretch time out a little bit and see if one of our people ended up showing up top left hand corner of north america calgary where it's uh actually winter at this point good evening dallin good evening is it actually or are you guys still um, like over freezing yet I think it's still doing pretty good out here. Uh, to be honest, I'm kind of stuck inside doing housework all day, but uh, that's fair. Quick look. Uh, yeah, because we haven't looked up to see what it's like over in Yellowknife. Well, let's see. Right now, it is it is a balmy minus two degrees here, um, which is relatively warm for this time. But yeah, and it's going to be hovering around the freezing mark, uh, minus one or two degrees, uh, for the rest of the foreseeable week. So. Yeah, so White Christmas is uh, almost questionable. Um, yeah, I, I, whatever we got will probably stick around, but uh, that's what all we can ask for. Yeah, fair enough. On the other side of the equation, however, just north of me over into uh, Ontario, good morning, Heretic Woman and guest. <laughs> yes, little Mr. Vlad, who's not quite so little anymore, but good morning. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's purring madly. Yes, apparently he was uh, a little uh, a little taken with the um, with the bathtub, as I saw earlier this week. Yes, he he didn't quite understand that it wasn't empty, and <laughs> jumped right on in at one third full. <laughs> got got a little soggy again, but at least yes. this time he didn't fall in. He did it deliberately. Fair <laughs> And of course, good to have you back. You doing much better? Yes, yes. I yeah. Don't don't pop slash crack all your ribs at once because that really sucks. Um, popping just one of them is bad enough. Yeah, try like your whole right side. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. One oh. was enough for me. Thank you very much. You don't even know how often you move your torso muscles until you do that. Uh, 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 with, 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 with respect after having my gallbladder out. Yeah. I kind of do. Okay. <laughs> I learned that one the hard way. That's a, that's a, that's a whole other thing. Probably mm -hmm. the 
same ballpark. It wasn't very, yeah. Yes, Felix, Kitty is definitely getting very big and a little bit obnoxious, but that's <coughs> He, he actually, about a week ago, got neutered, so you would never know. Um, he actually got kicked out of the vet's office after being neutered. Uh. He woke up and recovered so fast that he got angry at being in a cage and actually was hurting himself trying to get out of the cage. Mm. Wow. He was he was mashing his face into the front of the cage, gave himself a black eye and and a, a scrape, and the vet called up and was like, "Yeah, are you at home? Because we'd like to bring Kitten home now." <laughs> so man, got kicked out of the vets. <laughs> I thought healthcare on your side of the border was supposed to be like really cool, man. What the hell? Well, they, they didn't want him bashing his face into the wall anymore, so. <laughs> yeah, Chippen says he missed his mom or his daddy, or he was just mad that he was locked up. We're not sure, or all of the above. But Katika, Katika, <laughs> it, it's either it's either that or was he woke up? Something's missing. <laughs> bastards. And, and then then he put two and two together and came up with you bastards. <laughs> well, he got home. I let him out of his carrier and he immediately started wrestling with the other cat. So I don't think he misses them <laughs> at all. Or, or does I, I, I don't know. Down and to I, the left. He's Sorry. sitting quite nicely watching, actually. Good. Down to the left. Midwest of the US in the home place one would hope eventually very soon of some political people <laughs> hi bridget hi yeah we've uh, we've talked on many occasions that um it, it it's not bridget's fault that mike pence is where he is no they they tried really hard to keep him even though they didn't want to and that didn't exactly work that way, I guess, is really comes down to. We don't blame you, is what we're saying. It's not your fault. No, it's mother's fault. <laughs> oh. Sometimes, oh. sometimes folks, even Velcro gloves, can't hold on to a turd that slippery. That's <laughs> so damn creepy. Yeah, man. It's just my face. It's it's, got, <laughs> it's almost got everything to do with that. I, I was I was oh. about to make a I was about to make a Hitchcock reference, but uh, Hitchcock. Reference. It's so funny. Vlad is sitting here and he's completely captivated by your face. <laughs> Fair enough. Here, here we go, Tech. <laughs> oh, who's a cutie? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, yes. yes. He can't hear you. He's got so big. I know. True that. So big. True that. So, uh, from outside of, hey, anybody the, home? The, outside of the uh, building that uh, the giant Cheeto is currently hiding in, and 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 who's afraid of all his uh, advisors as he kicks them out. Hi, on Renault Tech. Did, did you see that the report that was uh, released uh, by the? I think what was it? Was it the Times? Um, it was yesterday, on Saturday. And uh, apparently Trump is becoming paranoid that people are, and, and mind you, people uh -huh. are apparently watching his every move. Hey, dipshit, you're the president. 
people are watching your every mood or well, move. They're, did they're you hear the this one? Service. They watch everything. Tech, did yeah. you hear this one? Um, now, I don't know if this is true or not, but it made for a funny headline anyway. It probably is. And uh, well, yeah. The, you see, that's the thing. At this point, it's just like, okay, it sounds outrageous. But, but it might be true. Yeah, I was going to say because the realm of possibility of has. Yeah. yeah. But this one here, apparently somebody or uh, the, the White House has set up a uh, helpline or something where you can phone in and thank the president. It's yes, not a poke. That's the real thing. It's, it's real. totally legit. And and okay, so then as I say, as I said to Dave Motherfucker, uh, just this past week. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, hilarious. And, and and all I said, I think it was to one of Dave Foto's posts. All I said was, if this is a setup for him to start to start karaokeing, you're welcome from uh, Moana. Sorry, I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> no, the worst part about it is uh, <clears throat> after you have the opportunity of of leaving a very short voicemail, they then start hitting you up for donations. Mm. So. Oh, okay. So, uh, so, so, I guess the GoFundMe for the wall isn't enough, huh? <laughs> Trump, Trump is a campaign manager, and um, this the article that I'm seeing was posted on December 18th, and um, Brad Parscale, who's uh, Trump's 2020 re-election campaign manager, uh, opened up the ad like three seconds into the ad. <coughs> he quote he said states. President Trump has achieved more during his time in any office than any other president, right? And goes on to say that uh, this is why I need every Trump supporter to pick up a phone right now and deliver a personal thank you to the president. And we need to really let President Trump know that we appreciate what he's doing for America. And I need you to call the number on your screen and deliver a thank you to President Trump. Oh, and then it gives an 800 number. Now, I'm not seeing that in the ad here. Doesn't matter. Um, there is mm-hmm. a link to the I wonder if that number works from Canada. Oh god. I wonder if that I wonder if that number works from Russia. I could call and tell him to go F himself. You could? I could. You could. Yeah, but then you'd have the Secret Service going after you. Uh so what? But I I, I, I did happen to read something earlier this evening. Hopefully it's true. Um that that Sarah Huckabeast is out at the end of the year, too. Oh, thank goodness. Maybe we can get somebody who actually knows how to do their job then. Yeah, we'll get Sean Spicer. <laughs> I don't back care about gender. I don't care about somebody who is actually capable. You know? Yeah, but he's not. That's the thing is, he, ne- he, he purposefully hires people that are the opposite for what the job should have. Oh, would it be funny if the only person you could get who would be willing to stand up there? Was a uh, pansexual black um, uh, Hispanic yeah. person? Or, or, well, that doesn't that doesn't work. Black Hispanic? No, yeah, it might. Jewish and uh, non-binary. Yeah, um, yeah. Just like get the whole alphabet soup in one like yeah. single person. Get 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 the entire get the entire spectrum of what he's against. And more yeah. importantly, <clears throat> make sure Trump has no idea. About any of that shit, like it, like it would really make any. Oh, yeah, no, no. Reason. I mean, upon hiring, doesn't know any of that about this person. Oh, oh boy! Uh, so I, I, I can just see, that. I can just see it right now. 
that person gets fired. The person that hired them gets fired. The person that hired that person gets fired, and it turns into a gigantic right, uh, Monty right. Python intro to the Holy Grail skit. Right, and I, then of course everybody will be fired, and he'll just be Trump, and nothing will get done, which is better than worse than nothing ever not getting done. Mm. King well, Ron, uh, probably have Eric do it. I I saw the meme going around. It was a picture of like a black lab, and somebody's holding a phone. <coughs> And the caption is, yes, this is dog. No, I not be chief of staff. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and just joined us in the middle of all that, by the way. Hi, Joey. Pittsburgh. Yep. Joey made it. How you doing, man? I didn't want to interrupt such a wonderful tirade. No, no. Perfectly understandable. trying to find that bloody phone number. Don't worry about it. It's well, not no, going to be I'm worried about because I am definitely planning on calling it. I'm sure that there are some uh, robocalls that could be sent through that at some point. Um, <laughs> fax services, for instance, but yeah. that would be wrong. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> that would be wrong. No. Jerry's kids need your help. Yes, <laughs> that's a that's a whole other thing. Anyway, well, so I like GoFundMe for the ladders to get over the wall. Now, yes, that's awesome. That's that's a that's a whole other thing, and and we can we can deal with that later. Okay. Because I've got I've got things about that. For instance, hey, you want you want to launch uh, you want to launch drugs over the wall? Hey, airsoft rifles. <laughs> Just a thought. Just use drones. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. Anyway, oh. so of course, everybody, thank you for joining us for the show. Hope that you guys are enjoying yourselves and um, uh happy whatever it is that you're celebrating or if you're not celebrating anything at all fuck off i guess i don't know happy it, saturday sunday sure it, yeah we'll go. best of us now is it I, yes i sure One yeah. no 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 i'm dead serious i will cut you the fuck off i'm i'm dead serious we are not giving that phone number any airplay whatsoever seriously okay. Uh, all right. All right. People want it, they can find it on their own. But I'm not going to have us suggesting that anybody sign phone numbers up for robocalls from uh, fax services and such. Oh, no. People want to do that. That's entirely up to them. No, no. Who I was repeating the advertisement. I was no, not I, in I, any way endorsing robocalling. I, I know. I know. I know. But I already have. So that's why I don't want the two being connected anywhere. You see, you see where this goes. See, I've already put out the thing that, you know, faxing. Ah, but you were kidding. See, here's the thing. You were actually inciting violence in those campaigns. Dude, I worked for an ISP where we had all free SBs, free BS, free BSD, goddamn servers. So we actually were able to run a text terminal based fax delivery system for our clients because faxes were still a thing at the time you see so i i know how all that stuff can be <laughs> excuse me one second but bridget can post it <laughs> hey hey didn't that bridget lady just have like a birthday or something yeah today Oh, wow. birthday. <laughs> to me. birthday. Oh. You know, if you, if you keep having birthdays, you're bound to get older. You need to stop doing that. I know, right? 
do what I did, man. 39 is where it's at. It's it's exactly it's it's as many as you need and not as many as you'll end up having. <laughs> so if anybody hears uh some weird changes in my voice during the uh during the rest of the show. You're turning 39 again? I not until March. Uh every once in a while I have been still coughing and sneezing like crazy. And since I don't have a big cough mute button on the desktop because well uh, i don't have a real studio here i may end up muting myself and coughing or sneezing or whatever so if that ends up happening my apologies my voice gets a little on the weird side uh, um the only other piece of information i can give you is i have finally isolated what the problem is with my audio of why it's got that crackle in it all this time really I know what the problem is. You spilled Rice Krispie treats in your computer? I know what the problem is, and I don't know how to fix it yet. Mm. Now, I'm I'm not going to go into the technical details of it. I will just go as far as to say the problem is with um, Ubuntu grabbing audio input via pulse, and its input instead of the hardware's input so it's got this weird it's not actually crackle it's another packet and 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 another packet on and off and on and off as opposed to here's all your packet go you get the idea it's it's have it's you, have, you have you tried using more marshmallow with the rice krispies? I have, and I don't like marshmallows. And fuck you too. Thank <laughs> you ever so much. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, I don't like mar. What the hell what is the problem wrong with you? Would you like me to get? Would you like me to get the entire it's list? It's not the taste. It's the texture. It's, texture. It's, 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 a, it's the whole. It's the whole nine yards. There's only one marshmallow I do like, and she. Uh, you know what? We'll do with that another time. There, there's some people who know something me. Something in his mouth. He wants it to be hard and firm. Okay. Marshmallows, not neither. Too spongy, huh? All the more reason why I'm drinking Tang tonight. Thanks. <sighs> So anyway, let's let's yeah, just get it. I was very happy to find out this is an uh, NSF episode. It it's not specifically, but uh, it's 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 just becoming one of our usuals. Anyway, well, I don't think anybody dropped the f bomb, did we? <laughs> Hi, have you met me? Nope. Yeah. Exactly. Oh wait, I, I only looking... see you through the picture on the screen. What? You didn't put a a thing out for this week. I'm looking at last week. Damn it! What are you talking about? Oh, because I went to the holy crap page to get the the topic for tonight, and I was reading last week's, and I don't see one for this week. Is there? I, I forwarded it. it. I know. I shared it in your group. I'm looking at the holy crap page, though. You know what? You go looking for it, Dallin. You need to pull up a wiki page because. I'm gonna I'm gonna need your help in a little bit, but otherwise, how about I get uh, stuff rolling over here? Oh, as by the way, for those of you that are paying attention live, hi, thank you. Uh, of course, as always, take advantage of the chat so that we can you know interact with you guys. We know full well that uh, 
who's over here? Stephanie, Felis, Trippin. Hi, guys. Thank you. And and by the way, Felis, it's good to have you back in shape again, too. She spent a little bit of time with the medical community not too very long ago. Um, yeah. Um, let's let's not do that and not tell you know your your, your, your people. Thanks. <clears throat> Just a thought. I'll make sure that you got my phone number somewhere along the way. Anyway, with oh god, it's gonna be fun. that was my line. <laughs> yes. Oh, now I found it. Okay. Yeah, in my group, yeah, you didn't you didn't post it to the holy crap page. It's impossible for me not to have because I shared it to your page from mine. It's not in the holy crap page, but whatever. It, I got it. You know what? Pebcac. That's all I'm going to go with, and we're just going to go from there. I got a couple of people who actually oh. understand what the hell that means. Yes, but you have to. At least we can debate under which which keyboard it is because it ain't mine. <laughs> 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 With five minutes on the clock, before she pisses me off anymore. And now he's regretting I came back this week. <laughs> Almost. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Nero, we know the old story that Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Okay, first off, um, that's pretty apocryphal for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, uh, Nero did not have a fiddle or at least not as what we would expect it to be in modern parlance. Uh, two, if it was, uh, that would not have been Nero. That would have been Jack Benny because he's about that old. Or would have been at that point. And three, uh, have, have you have you seen Rome at the time? It was mostly, uh, I don't know, um, stone. Melted stone is, is the stuff that's on fire. It's not the same thing. You you know where I'm going with all this. It's all metaphor, and it's all uh, an opportunity to go ahead and say that Nero was an idiot and watched everything just crumble around him while he just fiddledy deed. It's worse than that right now here in the United States. It's far and away worse than that, and and we know it, and that's part of the problem which is going to be my sneeze coming up in a couple of seconds here. It's, going to be... it's worse than that because we know what's going on. Even the people who are outside of our country, and especially those who are outside of, well, I should more say my country, know for well that, you know, shit's going bad. I mean, calling it a dumpster fire not too very long ago is... We don't even know where to go from there. I mean, seriously, wh where do you go from that point? I mean, you could go ahead and say, you know, Chernobyl. Okay, we kind of get the idea. You could call Three Mile Island. You could call it Fukushima at this point. Because, I mean, seriously, how much beyond dumpster fire can you get in modern parlance and actually get the uh, get the idea across to everybody just how monumentally forgive me for acquiring some British Britishism mental this whole thing is to say that this is a meltdown doesn't do justice for us to look at this all and 
not see it is incomprehensible. That's why I was saying earlier that of all the things that I would want gone from this world, beyond even asking for cancer to be gone, which you guys know full well, that's my one go-to. Willful ignorance is that thing that needs to just be gone. You have a community of people who simply say, I will not believe because I don't want to believe because it's going to make me look like an idiot. Not in so many words. Usually it's more summed up in go raw America beer gun boom cook. Something to that effect. You get the idea. We don't understand how people can look at the same things, abjectly objective facts, not truth, remember, facts, and not see the same damn thing. It's monumentally a failure of reason it's it's a sin against education it is selling out your humanity for everyone else around you for what a banner proverbially speaking i don't even know how to adjust to these people in order to tell them look you're wrong, and, and this stuff shows that you're wrong. Because as soon as I go ahead and I do that, it's a combination of two fallacies. It's moving the goalpost, and whataboutism. And if it's not those two, it's two more. And then it's two more. Nero at least was having a good time theoretically in his old age or at least what became his old age because he didn't live very long after that i'm not exactly young anymore but i sure as hell would like to live long enough to see that this all gets cleared up hopefully sometime before i hit 40. <laughs> episode 241 on the docket your honor front lines of the war um i i, I kind of have to do this dearest felicia on the front lines of the war against christmas this year things have been harsh the winters have been all too mild with global warming and the mosquitoes are eating us alive here in Nunavut. Sorry, I had I had to throw that one. It's just the, seriously, the war on Christmas has we've heard way too much about this over the years. And funny enough, it's been kinda quiet this year, and I'm pretty sure I know why, but that's a whole other piece as we get into this. We'll we'll deal with that in just a just a little bit. Anyway, before we get to 
before we get rolling with it all. Uh, I unfortunately did not exactly find very much news mm-hmm. on Rafe Badawi currently. Have you heard anything up your way? I heard is that Ensaf has been targeted by the Pakistani government um, as uh, being somebody that needs to be censored by freaking Google. Imagine oh. that. Oh. Yeah. Which That's probably really means bad. it's going to happen. Oh, it already has. Yeah, because, you know. She was given notification that she's been considered uh, 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 a disseminator of hate speech. You know, you know, there's something about this that makes me want to scream karma at the top of my lungs at a whole lot of people, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to. Because the blowback that I would get from doing that would probably get me into a shit ton of trouble. So I'm going to sit back here. Uh, Of course, my camera's not on because it's still glitched. Um, But trust me, I'm wearing a very, very smug expression right now. Something tells me that uh, you just go ahead and pop yourself a whole bunch of popcorn, sit back and just watch this all go out. eh? Oh, yeah. This is this is the this is fine moment for this whole situation. You know, I was. and I saw this coming. Twitter, who has also issued a notice to her yep. um, be, for um, being a critic of extremism and religion. There was her um, Canadian columnist, Anthony Fury, and uh, the guy, um, he's actually Australian, I think, um, Imam Mohammed Tawhidi who's a reformist imam. So he basically says, take everything that's nasty about Islam, throw it out and just follow the good stuff. So of course they hate him. Well, be, <laughs> and, well I mean, let's face it, it'd be pretty simple. It'd be what three pages left in the Quran. Probably. Yes. But. <laughs> so it's effectively the same as the Jeffersonian Bible. Jefferson Bible kind of guy. Yes. Yes. Got it. I, I saw a video of his where <laughs> there's something like 12 volumes of Hadith and he spends the entire video like going, these are the Hadith. These, this is why they're crap and why we shouldn't follow them. Get rid of them. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this guy already. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sec, uh, secular jihadis have had him on uh, once mm. or twice. He seems like an interesting fight. Like, honestly, I'm like, why follow it at that point? But, you know. Fair enough. So as of the recording of tonight's show, this now puts us as six years, six months, eight days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We are still waiting along with everybody else. And it just Wheels just keep on spinning, don't they? Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn annoying. So let's go ahead and have a little bit of fun. Before tonight's show, had anybody on the panel ever heard of the term Yule Goats before? Yes. Last year, I think. Yes. Actually, I think we talked about that. I, I literally think we talked about this last year. Yes. Look, I don't talk about what happened in the barracks. <laughs> what happens? You, you, you know what? I'm, I'm, 
Oh. You, you folks should remember what my favorite was. Yes, we do. It's okay, Ezekiel. Oh, that's my favorite Bible class. I'm talking about my my favorite um, Yule time season legend figure. Hmm. I still anyway. remember. It's okay. Anyway, what what? We'll do none of that. Dallin, uh, help me out on this. Yeah. The the two goats in question from, mm. from uh, I was about to say Greek, from Norse mythology. Wow, that would be bad. Tangrisnir and Tang... Mm, Tangrisnir? Tangrisnir. <coughs> Tangrisnir, I think. Tangrisnir. Yeah. You know what? Sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. Oats, my goats. That huh? What, whatever floats your goat. You're going on the timeout. I swear to you, you're going to the timeout. You know, heretic woman, you should know better than to try to get Shujin's goat. I mean, he is 39 years old after all. Yeah, well, once over at least. Just because I kid about being 39 is not reason enough for you to go ahead and try to run one past me. Yeah, okay. I saw what you did there. Yeah, well, at, at 39, we don't have to run it past you. We can just do a brisk walk. Oh! Uh, uh, <laughs> Tech, did you relocate out to an airfield? I see a propeller. Nah, that's my fan. My camera is not. Ah, good. Oh, at least we know that you have at least one. That's good. The drone I actually have two. Oh. I have two. That's why your number counter increments. Mm. Oh. oh, the puns, the puns. They go, but what did what did you do? Me, Yola Coater. Yes. Ice. <laughs> Yola Coater. That is awesome. That. Uh -huh. That is the best Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah. The Yule Cat. Yeah. I yes. love that. Yule Cat. Awesome. And so the, the story is that if no one gives you new clothes for Christmas, or if you have new clothes and you don't wear your new clothes for Christmas, the Yule Cat will come and eat you. Okay. By the way, 31. I counted. Oh, <laughs> yep. I counted. I counted very quickly. That's, Thirty-one. That's just in that browser, though. Yeah, that's the way. The way it is. Anyway, okay. So, <laughs> in this particular case, the goats in question, uh, I remember them from when I was learning about Norse mythology as a kid, and until I had like reread the story the condensed story over on Wikipedia, which is linked in, in, in the, in the show's notes. Um, I had kind of forgotten about it. And then I reread it and I'm just like, wait a minute. I know this story. Um, Dallin, since you are uh, ostensibly the, the Viking of the group, um, do you want to recap it or, or would you like me to go ahead? Uh, <laughs> the only, um, the only reference I remember uh, to the goats was, well, there was one thing about them. <clears throat> uh, when Thor was done traveling for the day, he could butcher those goats and eat them mm -hmm. and they would be resurrected the next day, ready to go. And he was helping a family and 
uh, did the same thing, but one of the kids broke one of the bone, one of the leg bones to get at the marrow. Ooh. And of course, so goat wakes up the next morning and his legs busted. Mr. Hemsworth was not amused. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, to be honest, that is the most I know of that particular legend. Yeah, and it's that's it spot on. Mm. <laughs> so now the fun thing about it is, like I said, I I had not remembered about this until I reread it accidentally, and I I think it was a I think there was a Facebook post about uh, I forget which which uh, you go to, it was, but somebody had posted a picture or reposted a picture uh, that basically said, you know, what happens when your pagan friends come over for the holidays and it's a woman in a, a black dress, I guess, in a one person chariot being pulled by a pair of, of goats. Oh yes. I saw that meme go around. Yes. And heretic woman has also got the, um, the, the fun version of the Yule goat out there. That is, um, where is that? I'm not sure. Actually, I just grabbed the best looking photo. Yes. The uh, goat. Sweden. There you go. Somewhere in Sweden. So what they do over there is they build basically a bonfire version of a goat, uh, with straw and wood and, uh, bailing twine. And, uh, one would hope, um, tax collectors and they make it bigger and bigger every year and the last couple of years they've had to post um security because there are a number of people that want to set it off early um and they don't want that to have happen well and if you look at that picture it's level with the top of those trees which are taller than the buildings yeah so that's a that's a good four stories there i'd say little specks all around its legs and those are people the little like colored specks there's um i'm i'm kind of waiting for the day that um you know they like this they like this thing like one year and uh the iss goes dude we can see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be worth it yeah that would be worth it anyway so oh. the 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 point of it was i thought that this story from from years gone by that i'd completely forgotten about was terribly entertaining because it's like well no wait a minute when i was a kid i did not realize that culturally across the pond this was like a thing for the winter season this this was like an end of the year a a december Yule thing. I n never really knew that. And I thought, well, Dan, this is kind of cool. Besides that one, which other ones are going on this time of the year that are actually, you know, weird and fun and not exactly make believe? Now, I'm saying that very carefully because we know well, we know full well that Festivus, okay, to, to paraphrase Thor, all words are made up mm -hmm. and to that same degree all festivals of various descriptions are made up 
it's just a question of whether or not you do them year after year. For instance, um, last year we did um, Gravmas, and I did not think to do that again this year because I'm an idiot, and I put out the word, and it's just like, oh, wait, um, Gravmas. Okay, yeah, whatever. Whatever, what are you going to do? But um, so besides this, where it's... Um, it's goats resurrecting goats who resurrect every night which by the way jesus kind of slack in here man um i'm kind of wondering what other what other things are going on for you your families or you know whichever ones you've heard of because i think something a little bit more fun than you know current politics might be worthwhile well, um, I mentioned uh, on Facebook that uh, this week at, at my work, we had our Christmas party. Yes, you wanted to get this in. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I really like about where I work is that we're pretty liberal with stuff. Uh, as in, I know of at least four offices that have at least one bottle of alcohol. I know a couple of desks that keep a couple of bottles of liqueur kicking around. And it's not to say that the people that occupy those desks are luscious. It's just that if, if it's ever warranted, if there's a reason to have a drink, they can supply to raise a toast. Yep. Oh, and by the way, uh, tech, you definitely want to hear this one because you wouldn't have heard about this one already. Yeah. So the exchange of gifts, um, it's a Chinese auction. So okay. one person grabs a gift the next person can either steal that gift or grab another one from the pile. And down by me, they call that a white elephant gift exchange. Yeah. It's it's, it's a little more sensitive. Yeah. So, well, well, white elephants. Yeah, well, well, guess what? Um, a bunch of people that uh, are involved in this are of Asian descent, so screw y'all. Anyways. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, and, of course, we give a limit on how many times a gift can be stolen, which is three times. So I started off the night because I drew number one and I grabbed a gift bag and I opened it up and there was a 26 of Crown Royal rye whiskey. Not a whiskey drinker, but it's the, it's the gesture. Well, after having it been stolen and changed around a little bit, at the end of the night, I wound up with my 26 of Crown Royal. But somebody made a very interesting observation during said auction. Weed is legal now. <laughs> so the odd, so the odds on favorite next year is there's going to be at least one bong and one hookah going to be making the exchange. There might be some brownies in that boxes. Uh, edibles aren't legal up here yet. Really? Yep. They, they're so, working out the legislation around yeah. it. And uh, apparently I've talked to a guy who has, uh, he's had both a, a smoke at a pot and a bite at a brownie. And it was the brownie that messed him up even worse. So, oh, totally. Yeah. Um, now, that's not to say, like, if I were to go out and buy, you know, a pound of a, a couple of grams of weed and make my own brownies, that's fine. But I could, I could <laughs> not of, offer them to the public. Got a pound of weed. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I haven't really looked into well, it yet. The, the, the trick is, you don't actually just like chop up bud in the food. You. You create weed infused butter. 
it's, yep. not, no, it's it's fine. No, it's yeah. just the 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 fact of him saying that he uh, a pound of weed, uh, dude. No, it's half a kilo. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? You know better than that. <laughs> in either in either case, wow. I would laugh. That would last for a very very long anywhere? time. Jesus, man. <coughs> Don't but, pick on me, tech. I know my shit. But anyways, um, not my family. Argue. Um, I'll be going out to my family's on Christmas Eve, which is on Monday. And, um, basically all my brother's friends and mutual friends and stuff, they all show up. So it's going to be a full house with much merriment and much food and much drink. And then Christmas morning, I'll be heading out there again for, we do another gift exchange because really we all, we all kind of have everything we need. We can afford just about anything we want. So it's really just more of a gesture. So we set a limit, you know, 25 bucks, you go buy something and you, you make the round. So number one picks the gift. Number two can steal or pick. And after it's all done, you open up the, the, the gifts and, uh, yeah. Um, like I said, anything I've gotten has never been overly extravagant. Um, actually, I think the, uh, the most expensive thing I got this year so far for, for Christmas was, um, at the Christmas dinner for work. His two front teeth. No, I want a $100 gift card for the keg. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> That's a couple of steak dinners there. Yeah. No, no kidding that. Um, by the way, over on the over on the side, uh, Trippin had a couple of things. Uh, oh, my God. The Krampus parade looked awesome. Yes. Yeah, somebody else had also posted uh, a thing where they dressed up as Krampus, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. It, it's obvious that when you dress up as the Krampus, you're not the real Krampus if you don't have the hooves. So you know wh why even bother trying? Seriously, come on, man, get the hooves at least, at the very least. It's a thing, which by the way reminds me, um, if anybody's seen the movie Krampus. That, that yeah, it was great. Okay, um, we just watched, rewatched, I should say, the Polar Express tonight. Mm -hmm. And I just realized that bell, that <laughs> that, that that bell mm -hmm. from from both movies is virtually identical in shape and design. I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed that. Yeah, I have no idea what the actual name for those types of bells are. They look like. Um, uh, uh, acorns is the only way I can really describe it, but oh, it was so funny to look at that and go, wait a minute, that looks like the one that Krampus used. Oh, yeah. Wow, that, that, that's kind of suck. Um, and Trippin had also said that uh, that makes no sense, probably referring to the whole you can do smokable um, cannabis, but you can't do edible cannabis. And it does make sense if you consider how do you regulate how much stuff, how much active stuff actually gets into whatever the product is well, and what are the safe levels and what are the levels that are supposed to be permissible, you know, for a, a quote unquote, small, medium, large dose kind of thing. Yeah. So for anything that's going to be consumable like that, of course, it's going to be regulated. Of course. You'll only be able to get it at dispensaries. Um, now the other thing though, is, um, you know, I, I went to a potluck 
last weekend. And, you know, everybody brought a little something, a lot of desserts, you know, would not have been that hard for somebody to bring in, you know, the infamous, <coughs> excuse me, tray of brownies. So potluck. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but like, so without any kind of regulation, you know, you could just imagine some sociopath because let's face it, they were all furries. Um, could have come in there and like, yeah, I'm going to make everybody hurt. You know? Yeah. That could be, um, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Only Although, so many bathrooms to go around, you know? Yeah. Although I did, I, you saw the video I took last year of the, uh, the dancing fursuit or the guy with all the led lights in them. Yes. Yeah. He was back there again this year. Um, he's selling badges, LED badges for 20 bucks, uh, USB charged, and you can download a software from the site to program your name and an animation style in it. I thought that was, I saw a lot of people had those. Um, also another guy wearing a, uh, it looked like a pretty advanced, uh, dog collar. Uh, what got me though, it had lights on it. And it was doing, it was, it was a pulse organ, something I built in shop class when I was in school. Basically you hook this thing up to a speaker and as the beat pulses through the speaker, it pulses the lights. Um, this guy had one around his neck, but I thought, I thought that was just so cool. You should see the, uh, the t-shirts that they've got over at, uh, think geek. Oh, I've seen them used to. Yeah. yeah once upon a time. Yeah. If they made them in my size, I'd have had, I'd have had them. Oh, uh, we're not going to get into that whole, okay. 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 We're not going to get into that. Okay. So once upon a time, companies used to have Christmas parties or holiday parties far more than they do now. Jeez. Can't imagine why nothing in the budget. Jeez. I wonder where all those millions of dollars of profits went to. Oh, did you see the boss's new Porsche? Oh, which one was this? Oh, that was the blue one from last April. Oh, yeah, because there's a there's a there's a Puce one now. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah, yeah, you know, but of course, you know, I would have seen it too, and I would have loved to have egged it, but you know, downsizing, I wasn't, I couldn't make it to the party. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> nice, nice to know that you have to pay for your own parking these days, right? Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. In seriousness, though. You know, seriously, once upon a time, actually being in a company, even, even a small one. Uh, okay. My first company, my, my first job was at a local, quote unquote, mom and pop opened uh, and, and operated uh, actual pharmacy mm -hmm. back on Long Island. Uh, it was opened by a couple of guys who were friends. They sold it eventually to... Another couple of guys who had families of their own, who were also pharmacists, who were friends, and they took it over, kept everything about the place the same because they were doing fine, and they took it over. Now, when I was there, the two pharmacists, both of their wives, um, their kids were too young to work there, but uh, every once in a while, the wives would come in to you know, help out if things were you know short. And we had one, two, three, 
four five additional people so we had a we had a, a pharmacy that was doing a, a decent bit of business that which by the way uh Bridget, I, I I told you how uh, before I left, I looked at the the logs of the stuff that was still pending from third party payment. That was you know thousands upon tens of thousands of dollars for one of like twelve insurance groups. But that was eighty nine. You know what the hell did I know back in the day? Yeah. Anyway, but we had parties when the holidays came up. They were Jewish, but we all got together and we celebrated the end of the year and what did it involve we came in if it was a normal christmas day we would come in for a couple of hours because as a pharmacy people are going to end up in a situation where <clears throat> they need yep. and you know Necessary drugs sometimes are those things that you don't want to go without. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they would say, look, come in. We'll stay open from, you know, nine until noon. Nobody's going to be in here. We'll order food. Everything will be fine. We'll sp basically spend, you know, a couple hours together. Then, you know, everybody goes home. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Couldn't get to the new button mm. in time. Sorry. Anyway, and clean edit. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that works out. Um, but even with a small company, a small business, you can still do that. And the fact that there are companies out there, banks especially, who've got thousands of people and millions upon millions of dollars in profit, can't be arsed to have you know a company gathering mm -hmm. at the end of the year seriously the fuck see that's that's the one thing i like about where i work it's it's a lot of the culture like some people would say well we we can't do that because you know it's it's a christmas thing we don't want to offend people you know what that is bollocks well and, and and honestly if you've got people working there who are so quick to be offended over something like that I would question your hiring practices to be perfectly honest, but that's just me. Most of it dwindling here that I'm aware of is to do more so with cost cutting than anything. Like yeah. when but I was working <clears throat> at the call center, uh, I got to go to one Christmas party because they mm -hmm. only had them for management. Yeah. Because, yeah. And I got to go to one and the very next year, they canceled all the parties for management as well. And all they did was have like a Christmas lunch. And in my husband's company, they used to have a party every year. Um, there's a, a venue here where they would have a night where multiple small companies would rent the hall together kind of thing. So our, his company would only have like say four tables and then another company might have six tables and another company might have three tables and and it was all catered and everything and they they did that four years we were together and then the last like three and a half three four years they haven't 
And again, all they've done is provide like a Christmas lunch to the employees. And yeah. that's and I, I honestly think that if, um, if the company's doing, if the company's doing that kind of cost cutting, I have to wonder how good they're doing in terms of business. But they seem to be doing okay. Yeah. It, you yeah. Know, know. The, the way things have been going down, nah, it's 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 not even that anymore. You can't use that as a barometer because these days it's all about get the next quarter's profit numbers by mm. any means, and they probably are. And it's just a matter of how many drops of blood can you squeeze. And, See, and that's what I find interesting because. Like last year, we didn't hit any of our targets. It was a, it was a bad year. We still had a good Christmas party. We st now the gift exchange and all that stuff, that's all done by like a social committee. So there's a discretionary fund for that. But there is, you know, every couple of months there is birthday cake and ice cream for everybody for the past two months. And it's like, it's, it, it's not a cheap thing. Like it's, it's a fairly decent cake. You know, there's, there's snacks every, every other day in the place and all this carries on despite the numbers. So, and you know, and the people in Ontario who are basically, they actually kind of are sort of our superiors. They have just as much team building and stuff like that as well. And it's because they've sort of come to the, they've come to the philosophical idea that, okay, things are not looking so good, but if we take all this stuff away from the employees, that's going to disincentivize them to dig in and work harder. You know, like that's the, the philosophy is that there are things we can't control. And you can't blame your employees for things that can't be controlled. And if there is just, if there's no market for our product for that year, if, you know, if your brilliant sales strategist has laid, has basically turned away half of your sales staff because he didn't like them, you know, understandably, you're going to have a hard time selling something. So there's been a lot of restructuring, a lot of things. And yeah, we took a hit last year. Now we've come back much, um, much better this year. But, you know, the, the entire time I've been here, the, I've been here now going on seven years. There's always been a Christmas party. There's been a gift exchange. There's been team building, even if it's at a loss to the company, because they believe more in their employees in, in, in worker retention, then, um, you know, excessive cost cutting. Plus they took the money and they kept it in reserve to make sure that they can ride out those weak times and they don't have to worry quite as much and yeah. they're not spending it fr frivolously on every last little bit and piece and bobs and whatnot. And let's face it as we've seen on too many occasions, you know, there is a lot more camaraderie. Yes. That ends up happening on your side of the border than happens on our side. Yeah. And we've, we've talked on too many occasions about that to ignore it, but we're yeah. going to gloss. And, and to the point, 
Um, I'll say this. Um, of all of my bosses and most of my peers, I drive one of the better looking cars. So it's not like these guys are, you know, taking the profits and, you know, you know, you know, and pulling a Liberace going and buying a brand new, you know, Lamborghini going, see, you, you bought this for me. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's apparently what he used to do on stage. He would, uh, he would wave his robe out, uh, the sleeve of his robe out to the audience. So they could touch it and he would encourage them. He says, you know, yeah. go ahead to touch it. Cause, cause you bought this for me. Oh, lovely. Like, oh, he yep. made no bones about where his money came from. Well, yeah. Yeah. That I've, I've, I've said that there's one, there was one year I saw him at uh, radio city as a kid and he came out, uh, out in front of the stage and wiggled his fingers, showed all his rings. Do you like them ladies? You paid for them and went yep. over and did what? now, now to, to be fair, it was a, a, a part of it was their persona, mm-hmm. not necessarily as much the man, although yeah. it, it was, it was, it was kind of blended back and forth, but, um, to his credit, he was a pretty good showman. I was impressed back in the day, but, uh, be it as it may. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stephanie is, uh, is properly, you know, Companies that treat their employees as numbers wonder why they have a huge tone turnover of staff and no one is prepared to go the extra mile. To be fair, in Liberace's uh, defense, if you could play the piano like that, you'd do it too. There, yeah. There, there are some people, you know, for for every stuck-up asshole um, musician Liberace, there are also the Itzhak Perlmans. There's also the Yo-Yo Ma's, who are incredible performers. But people like Yo-Yo Ma, cellist, amazing cellist, who has gone out of his way to perform and record with the likes of uh, Sting and... Crap! There was a there was a metal band, if I remember right, that he that he uh, did stuff with too at one point. Crap! I've forgotten who the hell it would. It, anyway, but you get the idea. It's I don't like to hear about the idiots and and the stuck ups, but man, those who are really good people are always the fun ones to talk about. But back to this one: um, treating their employees as numbers. A uh, huge turnover of staff, and no one's prepared to go the extra mile. Hmm. Jeez, Bridget, I can't imagine where anyone would have ever heard of such a story before. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, thanks for posting that there, Facebook land. Thank you. <laughs> he said with all sarcasm. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I heard that. Sorry, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you've you've talked about it on too many in a damned occasion, from one job to another to another, where that's exactly the same thing that you've seen and heard, and in some case experienced. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Why? Why do? Why? why you know, it's like it's like pulling teeth. I should have a DDS up on my up on my. Uh, I don't I, have a wall that I can shoot. You get the idea. 
Yeah. I've got a wall right here. Right, right here. Your point. Whatever. The, the point is, you, you've seen this, and especially around the holidays, this is, this sucks, man. I mean, okay, fine. <clears throat> let me, let me, let me go ahead and lead you by the nose a little bit harder on this one. Okay. Okay. When was the last time you got a holiday bonus? Oh, wow. Because I can't remember one. Uh, when I worked for this company up in Indianapolis that I got laid off from a few years ago, they gave us bonuses every year and gifts and a catered uh, lunch. And I miss that place. They took care of us. I sure as hell didn't get a bonus this year. Yeah. We used to get an annual bonus, but it wasn't, we didn't get it in the holiday season. We got it in March. Yeah. Oh. Well, it seems only fair. I mean, you guys end up celebrating Thanksgiving different from us. So, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. You've, you end up with your holiday bonus well, say, different from No, me. but the reason for that is because at the end of the fiscal year, then the accountants have to go through the books. Mm -hmm. And there's an awful lot of auditing and stuff that has to go on all the time so they can determine what your profit was, what you can determine for bonuses. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. So it takes, so like our, our fiscal end for, for, for my company is the end of this year. So now it's going to take from January till about mid-February, beginning of March for them to calculate how much each of us get for our bonuses. And then we... Yeah, this is uh, this is the part that I don't like, is because then you get to sit down with the manager, your manager, and they tell you everything that you did right, and then they tell you everything that could use improvement. You know, like your your morale kind of sucked this year. Um, Got to hate you know, that you, one. you seemed you seemed a little lackluster on a couple of things. You you missed a couple of phone calls. Blah de blah. Um, you know, what's going on. And then you try to say to them, you know, I had a bit of a crap year last year, you know, um, things going on, uh, had a lot of changes in my life, but you know, you wouldn't know anything about that. Um, um, um th th this one's sounding a little personal. <laughs> so oh, gonna, this, gonna... <laughs> this, this is actually, this is one from years and years ago, my old job. Okay. 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 I tried to explain. I, I want to be, be careful about this. Yeah. No, just when I was trying to explain to my boss, you know, like uh, having a death in the family, a divorce, and a few other things going on, uh, does not treat a person's morale very good. And then when you continuously, um, basically every idea you have at work gets snubbed because somebody's afraid to, well, not only afraid, but absolutely refuses to invest in the future of a company, it begins to grate on you. And I told my boss that, and he said, well, I, I honestly, I don't know how it is you're feeling, but I can't imagine it would be that bad until he got served. Yeah. It's like going up to a cancer patient going, uh, oh, cancer's not that bad. And then yeah. they get cancer and they want all the sympathy in the world. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so anyways, um, but then you're told whether or not you get a raise, um, and then you're the, the boss will then write it on a sticky note how much you're going to get for your bonus that year. And then that shows up on your next paycheck. <clears throat> so 
It's the day bonus day is bittersweet because it's wrapped around your employee evaluation. So you could either leave feeling pretty good because you got a pretty sweet bonus, or you could be feeling very mixed because you got a sweet bonus, but you got raked over the coals for it. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of factors. Yeah, you might even have to have one of those fighting bonuses where now your job is potentially on the line, even though you won the fight, you may not have won the war. Oh, to quote the guy that I'm working with right now, um, he said something along the lines of, I need you here for at least the next 10 years, so don't you go dying on me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, this was this was direct quote. He <laughs> like my the division I'm in right now is growing. We're actually bringing in a new guy in the next month and possibly another guy after that. So, wow. Yeah. And see, but that's your division and it is growing and all that fun stuff. But I'll tell you, when it comes down to it, when it comes to companies, there's nobody that they can't do without. Everybody's expendable in today's economy to some degree. So if you've, you know, rakes, you know, management over the coals about not getting a raise and they really don't want to give you a raise, but you've forced their hand. They may force their hand more help yeah. out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's part of the, the gamble that's being taken in today's economy. Yeah. You know, but um, you see by the millennials because that's the only way they're getting their raises. Yeah. But you see the thing with, um, like with where I work is like I, when I got in there, they had just lost half their staff. Sounds like a management problem to me. Um, there, there was something, no, there, there was something going on and I think I know what it was, but I'm not at liberty to really talk about it. Suffice it to say, um, I came in just as nine or 10 people were leaving and they had suffered a massive, massive brain drain. Uh, the intellectual property, um, <clears throat> the, the, the amount of a sort of intellectual value that they lost as a result of that, because let's face it, uh, most of us here have been in the tech industry at least once. A little bit. And, and yeah, okay. So how are you with documentation? Rule number one, document, document, document. Rule zero, users lie. Oh, wait, and I wasn't supposed to say that one. Yeah. Uh, needless to say that, yes, we did have some documentation, but it document lacked everything. Yeah. Everything. But it lacked a lot of the nuance that, you know, these programs needed. So we actually hired somebody to become the document keeper of all things. Oh, cool. Are they also yeah. a tech writer? Cause that way they can help clean up the documentation too. That's part of their job. Yep. Oh, um, good. But they also take what we give them cause I've written several manuals. I've shot several videos. And uh, you're about to say you, you shot several manuals. I was just picturing you with a Ruger and I'm just having a great time with that. Hmm. Well, I I was thinking, it's like, Don, are are you secretly the guy in charge of you porn? No, no. (laughs) No. Okay. Just, just asking for a friend. (laughs) Yeah. No, now I've got the idea rolling in the money and I'm, I'm thinking, no, 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 but, but don't suffice to, don't know where it's been. Yeah, but suffice it to say, um, 
I, I would not say that everybody is expendable. I know of at least three or four key people where I work that if they were let go or if they left, the company would backslide up to four years worth of progress in terms of development. And never underestimate <laughs> the level of stupidity it would take to make that decision because there are managers who exist with that level of stupidity. They don't work for us. And if they did, they don't anymore. Good. Now, it's, it, it might sound a little arrogant me saying that, but I've met with the management. And anytime they've made a stupid move, they got called on it. All right. And so the proper statement is they don't work. You don't have any people like that in management right this moment. Right. Because somehow they still find <clears> their <throat> way through the cracks. Oh, they do because they have their, their charisma, their um, so-called ambition. They'll, they'll make, they'll make your company great again. Um, oh, but really, but what they'll do though, is they'll come in, they'll hack and slash it all. And they're, they'll be left wondering, well, why aren't we great? We, we followed my model. Why are we not great? It's like, because maybe your model sucks. Oh, you're fired. Oh, that was the head of it. Well, that's okay. We'll just get some other punk off the street. I mean, it's, it's windows. Every kid's got that. I mean, hell we all have phones, don't we? Oh, sorry. Was that God. a digging blizzard? <laughs> <laughs> Is that too soon? <laughs> Call one 800 8 no, just kidding. And leave the president what you know, what how you feel about Diablo. That'd be great if we could get like people to call the president that hotline that's supposed to thank the president and then have them start complaining about the Diablo video game and ask the president to fix it. <laughs> that would be funny. We hear it. Can you see like the news articles? Nerds unite to badger the president about the latest version of, of Diablo. Oh God! I, I could just see Tim Pool try to keep a straight face when he's relaying that piece of news. <laughs> I mean, we won't actually do this, but it would be funny. It'd be it'd be one of those ones where it's not malicious, you know, where nobody actually got hurt, none of that stuff. Yeah. And it would actually be hilarious to see, like, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and see like these reporters going. What the hell is Diablo? Isn't that like yeah. a Mexican word? But it's like, yeah, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> but but circ circling back, one thing I have noticed this year, and I mean, this is why I asked the question on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't watch a lot of cable TV these days, mm. but I've, but you know, I, I keep my ear to the ground on on the news. I've really not heard much about the so-called war on Christmas this year. Yep. Now I know. Okay, Bill O'Reilly's gone, and and let's face it, he he was the brigadier general of derp on this whole thing. Yes, and um, uh, you know what, Bill? Yeah. So uh, those of you that are watching got that one. Uh, those of you that are listening, <clears throat> um, there it was again. So yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead and look. Um, let's see who else. Um, well, Tucker Carlson, he's kind of got his hands full right now trying to stay alive. Mm. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the tactics being used there, but that's subject for another show. But, but again, he was one. Um, Sean Hannity was one. Um, I've not heard squat from him. Um, like I said, Carlson's not really said much in terms of the whole war on Christmas. 
I'd like to say that cooler heads have finally prevailed, but we know that ain't true. It's just the fact that there is a bigger derp fish out there. Yep. And the legend, the legendary white whale derp fish. Yeah. And let's, let's give everybody a little bit of a, a little bit of a taste as far as to what could possibly be outstripping all this other stuff that, you know, the, the war on Christmas is, is not a thing. It was earlier this year, not even a year ago, that the folks in Hawaii thought that they were going to be seeing their last sunrise. Yes. Do you remember that story? Less than a year ago. Yep. That a missile warning went out to let everybody in Hawaii know you need to find shelter or you're probably going to end up dead anyway because there's a nuclear strike coming our way. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, um, we, we kind of sent out a text a test message by accident. It's only a test. Yeah, message. And the guy that sent it out, um, yeah, well, he he he's kind of done something like this before, but um, yeah, we, we fired him now. Think about that and realize how much stuff has been happening that's completely outstripped all of the Fox News war on the season bullshit. I mean, nobody is getting upset about the cups over Tim Hortons, for Christ's sake. Well, let's face it. Josh Fierstein has been trying desperately to become relevant again. Has he even done anything worthwhile? I think his credibility went through the floor on one of his last videos where he said, um, I'm more than willing to use my second amendment to protect my first amendment. And he actually held up a gun on a YouTube video. Um, he's tried to come to come back from that, but, uh, I can cautiously say, I, I think we got him. I think we won against him. Well, it didn't exactly help where he said, Hey, I need $65,000 for a video camera and then got his money. And then uh, look at that. He's still using a vertical iPhone video. What? Yeah. Which, Oh God. E every time I see the vertical video of anybody, I, I hear bionic I dance. Oh, you and me both. You, you takes your phone and you toins it this way. Capiche? <laughs> yeah. uh, she actually did that one again recently too. Yeah. Well, oh man. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, fortunately, it's not been that bad this season for this in particular. I, I, I still see some sure. people they're they're trying to stir trying. it up on social media, but nobody's really taken the bait. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> it, well, here here's one, and uh, tech. I'm, I'm going to pitch this one over to you because you know, little one. Uh, a, I forget where it was, but uh, somewhere over here, elementary school wanted to host a uh, live uh, nativity scene, Jesus thing, uh, as practiced by the school, and the kids got all upset, and the parents got all upset because the um, one of the parents basically told the, the school, um, uh, "You know, this is illegal, right?" See, the thing is, is that throughout the years, the adults and children got used to doing certain holidays 
in the school environments. Mm-hmm. When they granted by all technicalities and and for good reason that those technicalities exist, they shouldn't have been, but they were getting a pass. Okay. And it's basically like going, uh, let's say to your favorite donut shop, Tim Hortons or whatever, and you were constantly going in and they were constantly giving you free donuts. You didn't win any awards, didn't win everything, you're just giving it to you. And then one day it suddenly stops because they realize maybe they realized they weren't supposed to be giving it to you. Maybe it was supposed to be going to somebody else. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be giving out any free donuts at all to anybody. That being the most likely obvious one. And now you're pissed. You're not getting free donuts anymore. Well, that's kind of like a little bit what's going on here. Bad and probably not the best of analogies. But the thing was, is that those things shouldn't have been happening in the schools in the first place. If it's a Catholic school, like Seton Catholic Middle School or Seton Catholic High School or whatever it is, you know, uh, whatever grade, or it's a private uh, educational system that's not getting government tax dollars. They can do that all day long. They mm-hmm. can do whatever they want, you know, whether they're having a nativity scene, yep. whether they're doing something from <coughs> um, some reenactment from something from Islam that has cultural, uh, you know, importance uh, to the Muslims, uh, something from the Taoists or the Taoists or the Hindus or whatever. That's, that's fine. But when it starts, when it's an institution that is using federal funds, meaning your tax dollars hard at work, they're not permitted to do that because it, whether or not the school is saying that they support a particular religion, the very act of doing that one thing, the nativity scene, for example, that nativity scene is specific to the uh, Abrahamic religion. Therefore, by doing that one thing and not doing anything for all the other religions, it does send the message of, we support this. And that's the problem. You're not supposed, the schools aren't supposed to. The schools are supposed to be for educational purposes only. If your school if your public school has a world religions course or a world's cultural course and go, oh, look, during this time of year, this culture does this. We thought it'd be interesting that this time for this year, when last year we did this other thing in this other part of the world, this year we're going to do this part. Oh, look, December and this year here in the United States, it's very common to have Hanukkah and Christmas. So this year, for December, we're going to do a little bit of Hanukkah scene and a little bit of Christmas stuff. And then next year, we're going to go look at this other culture that does something different in December. That's all hunky-dory because you're learning different things. You're not, the school isn't showing favoritism of one over the other. But when you're setting up a nativity scene for choir or theater arts or whatever, or just because you want to, it's not the same thing. And you do there, there's a a line. It's when that's all they do. Exactly. And see, here's the thing. Um, for a while, my son was in one state, and during uh, one part of the year where it's somewhat seasonal, they were doing some religious songs in the choir. But what I really liked was is that they 
had put the information on the flyer as to why they were doing these religious songs. It turned out that during that particular part of the year, the Underground Railroad was really, really, really prominent in that part of that state. And the songs that the children were singing were the songs that the slaves had sung to convey messages, which also had the words God and things like that in it. And so it was a case of they weren't promoting religion. They were promoting history. And there's a big difference. Yeah, that's, that's a piece that a lot of folks need to kind of remember. And it's, it's not always a black and white. There right. That, is that line that can be, be so hair thin yep. that somebody can easily step over. And the key is, and this is the hard part that a lot of people have. The key is, and I've, I've been guilty. I have been guilty of this, that when somebody steps over that line, don't immediately start attacking them. Say, hey, look, let's sit down. Let's talk about this. Let's talk through what you're doing and why you're doing it. Maybe there's some better thing that we can do, some better venue, some better uh, reformatting uh, what you want to do. Because when you attack, you've shut down the conversation. And you, if you want to see a good example of that, you know, just look at politics. When you have politicians who sit down and talk through things, not always, but usually something gets done. When you have other politicians who sit down and start attacking each other's personalities and their families, nothing gets done. It's the same thing. Joe, um, I know that you don't normally keep track of what goes on with, uh, with, with the news, but... Uh, this isn't the main question, but I, I wanted to double check with you. Uh, you had heard that there's a government shutdown that's gone on because Pouty McPouty face <clears throat> doesn't get his uh, his uh, $8 billion for whatever construction he wants down south. Eh? Joe! <laughs> Joe's not here, man. Maybe mute button? No. Maybe uh -oh. his... Oh, semi there. Don't hear you. I do not know what's going on. Hello. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Okay, you, if if you're hearing me, me which like, I, Give me a couple minutes, uh, something came up here. Okay. Okay. All right, so we'll, we'll kind of take this sideways then. Um, because I was going to go with the, uh, with the military angle for a second. Um, I guess uh, on that angle then, I guess, uh, I guess, Bridget, you're probably the next best one. Okay. I know that you've, you've didn't deploy it no wait a minute if, if memory serves you did you didn't end up deploying anywhere correct uh no i was very very close to going but ended up not going because everything all the hostilities ended so quickly but that was gulf war one <laughs> yes i remember that yeah. i was um at the time i was working uh at uh, at the bank 
in uh, back on Long Island after I came back from college. And I was incredibly worried that suddenly somebody was probably going to get a bug up their ass that they wanted a bunch of conscripted um, gunny McShooty guys. Yeah. Okay. So the area that I was actually going to go with was, well, obviously, you know full well about the, the shutdown. Shutdown and, and all that, and... yeah. I've already used my, my collection of Fs. Uh, <laughs> let me go with this. To the best of my knowledge, this hasn't happened during the end-of-year holiday season before, right? No. I think this is first. And I think this is the first time that we've had a Congress critter actually say, well, that's the risk that you take working for the government. You can do without a few paychecks. I mean, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. So what was the name? Mark Meadows? Yeah, that's it. So let's uh, let's kind of go with this. When you're suddenly into uh, when you're suddenly involved with a large organization such as any well, any of the military branches here in the U.S., you're talking about several million people in any one branch, and you've got to deal with you know thousands upon thousands of people in your general vicinity, all of whom have got different backgrounds and different mm -hmm. lifestyles and, and different traditions that they would follow. Uh, did you have to kind of adjust a little bit with uh, whoever was wanting to do whatever or... Did that kind of butt up against what your branch and group and, and offices wanted to do or couldn't do or anything like that? Well, we never had to worry about shutdowns back during that time because that didn't happen. Our big, our big thing was cost of living increases. Oh, God, uh, we yeah, I remember get, that. Stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, if I was active duty right now, and was told that I would have to keep doing my job but not get paid for it, I would be hella pissed. You know, plus I like to eat. I have to have money. And if memory serves, uh, the folks that are out in the fields um, kind of have um, supplies, but I kind of wonder if stuff's not getting paid for, is stuff not going to get delivered and not going to get processed and y y you see where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I apologize. I mean, um, they can probably still get MREs or whatever, but as far as getting money back home to their families to pay the bills, that's a problem. George. Anyway, as I was saying, I apologize. Uh, Cat was uh, going a little crazy and got himself caught someplace. He, couldn't get out of. Well, obviously, um, that's probably a, a physical first. Cats he had his. He had been jumping around on the big pile of junk that I had pulled out of the garage, and he'd gotten his rear claws stuck into some netting. Uh, it's a, one of those like laundry folding laundry bin things. It's just like a oh, yeah. little bit of wire and a whole lot of mesh. Got his yep. rear claws stuck in it and was hanging from it upside oh. down. <laughs> That's it had absolutely no clue what the hell was going on or how to get himself out. 
So I had to help him out. So with that said, now that I have my headset back on and all that, what was the question? Government shut down. What do you think about it? <laughs> uh, well, my I, only, I was I was figuring my, that you'd at least heard about it. What there's a there's one going on right now. I think we I think we discussed that earlier, didn't we? Or like uh, last week or the week before? Uh no. There's one no, that's just right literally now. happened. Well, I mean, we we had like discussed something about you know the possibility of it happening again, stuff like that. But, yeah, it happened yeah, last it night at midnight. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Um, especially with the way I'm sorry, but most politicians these days are children. I can't get my way, so nobody gets their way. Well, what's really telling, though, is Which, that this is the first time there's ever been a shutdown when there have been, you know, one party in charge of all three branches of government. Which I have to say is pretty fucking retarded. Not, I, I, you know what? I'm, it's dumbass. It really is. I shouldn't even put it that way because here's the thing. What's one of the major things that politicians like to tout about themselves? You mean besides themselves? <laughs> aside, aside from, you know, their personal accolades and their oh, that, that they're actually their, really smart and their you know what their ideals are and what wonderful guys they are. What's the number one feather in the cap for a politician usually, especially <laughs> especially a Republican, mind you? They, oh, I I did my service. Oh yes, I served my country. Except for like and, all of the ones that have power, <laughs> and, and you know, we've had many presidents who have been in the military before uh, seeking political office, and I have to say that yes, I'm aware that you know, Oompa Loompa in chief is not a uh, prior service member. <laughs> <laughs> Him serve somebody else? <laughs> yeah. Dude, all the he other doesn't ones. even recognize the fact that he's in an office where he's supposed to be serving millions of people. Instead, he thinks they're serving him. He knows how to call for service. Yeah, he's got a button for McDonald's. Last I heard, if I may. <laughs> the thing that gets my guff right now is how many of these politicians on the Republican side who are forcing this shutdown like to tout about how, oh, they, they, they have a long and illustrious uh, family history in the military and whatnot. Number one, and this is something that I bring up just, you know, on any day, exactly what did you do in the military? And number two, I, I shouldn't have to, you know, compound on that any further if you catch my meaning. And number two, they know that a government shutdown means most of the military is going to get fucked. Mm -hmm. I know this yeah. from personal experience because there was a government shutdown while I was deployed several years. Uh, well, to say several years ago makes it sound like yesterday, but many years ago. And I watched personally 
as the families of soldiers who were overseas watched as their families wrote to their soldiers explaining we we have no way to pay the bills we've got no, we've got nothing no no money's coming in mm-hmm. and i watched you know families that had to move in with other families i watched families that had to go ahead and do a pot, kind of a potluck thing just you know gather just a fundraiser of some sort just for you know one particular family to be able to make it through to see one soldier's family go hungry is completely and totally bullshit. Yeah. And the only, the only politicians that I will forgive for that, that I, I, I I consider them completely and totally removed from that are the ones who literally took their federal paychecks and put them into that into a relief fund to help families of soldiers in that situation. And now, there aren't many. Now here's the thing. On the flip side, what I was asking uh, Bridget about though was that well, first off, this is something that's never I, happened. Shoot, sh- I'm sorry. I I I don't mean to interrupt you, and I apologize. I, it's just that I'm a very I'm very passionate about this situation because there is absolutely no fucking reason that Senator McFuckface gets to sit in his chair each day and you know have his secretaries do half the fucking work that he's supposed to do and still get a goddamn paycheck and go home to sleep you know warm in his bed while private while private murphy over here has a wife and kids back home who can't feed themselves and he gets to look forward to sleeping in a fucking ditch potentially having a shell land inside it to say that i take this kind of issue personally is something of a uh something of an understatement so sorry i i just wanted to put that out there sorry it's completely understandable um and it's always the little guy or the one that's lowest on the totem pole that these sorts of assholes shit on what we really should have some sort of professional review of people's um, their psychology before they're allowed to take office. When you're in a position of authority where a push of a button could mean the destruction of millions of lives, there should be a safeguard against getting somebody like this narcissistic baby, a narcissistic adult baby, and prevent them from getting into offices. Well, Tech, here's an idea. He's got this number, right? You call it and you say thank you for all that you do for our country, 
right? And then I vomit. It's, it's, it's his. It's his. It's his camp that's running this whole shindig, right? Basically, with the whole number thing. What are the chances you think that they'll put out the numbers as to how many people left positive messages and how many left negative messages and interpret those negative messages as a, hey, maybe you should just resign? None. They'll, they'll say what they'll do is because you can make if you know how to word your re response, you can say, well, it says it starts off with thank you. Therefore, it counts as a thank you message. That's a one in that box. Rather than thank you for all the stuff you haven't done that you were supposed to do, please quit, being the negative box. Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a prediction on this one. And you guys who know my, uh, my DJ name are going to appreciate this one wholeheartedly and go, yeah, shit, yeah. They're not going to put out the word as far as to how many were positive, how many were negative, and how many were neither. They're going to put out, look at the dollar figure we raised in 2020 funding. That's what it's going to come down to. And if you weren't on board with this already, you already should have been. So you've missed out because we're going to give you some special letter from the offices tell me uh tell me later um tell me later uh, whether i'm right or i'm wrong because uh, i'll be happy to be wrong but the cynic in me is just yeah that's 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 what they're looking for another money grab because somehow i get the funny feeling he's going to need it for uh, uh legal expenses I think it's probably the term I'm looking for. Oh, wait. No, that would be um, campaign contributions going incorrectly. Yeah. Can't do that. I shouldn't let my blood pressure get this high. No, nah, every once in a while you should, actually. Not not, uh, not not with my medical history, Chew. Mm. Yeah, that's a point. Because uh, you know, funny enough, I was about to say, you know, seeing red right about now is probably about right. If I start seeing red right now, I'm calling an ambulance. Uh, go, I go pet the cat that's supposed to bring down blood pressure. Not in my case. Oh, okay. My my cat is, and I use this term ever so wrongly, special. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, how about uh, how about pet your Roomba? That that'll work. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. Change um, the batteries in your Roomba. That's... <laughs> Brain just had a moment, and now it's gone. <laughs> Not going to do that. Here's something that should lower your blood pressure. Imagine a gigantic Cheeto. Being taken out to yeah, you're not helping uh, you, to the steam-powered catapult at one of the naval bases, no, launching no. it into the ocean. No, no, no. If I had a giant, if I had a giant Cheeto, I'd want to put it through a wood chipper. Ooh, Cheeto dust. 
Well, um, you could snort that. Don't, don't, don't breathe this. <laughs> Will it blend? <laughs> Cheeto milkshake. Ooh. And that's okay. I didn't need to eat today. Oh, gross. Yeah, you know the the bright side. Uh, the bright side to putting a massively oversized Cheeto through a wood chipper. Uh, famously, that's Fargo, which is not very far across the border from you know you guys up there up north. You know, don't you know? Well, closer to Dallin than me. <laughs> well, it's, it's fine. <laughs> My uh, part of my ancestry comes through uh, Minnesota, don't you know? Ah, uh, Minnesota. I've been, yeah. I've been wanting to visit Minnesota. I don't remember. I was there once when I was a very very small child. Visited part of my ancestry that way. My grandfather, my yeah, my grandfather's mom lived out there. Gigi was. Uh, she was. Uh, she was. She was old. I've been on Minnesota radio. I mean, that's special. Yeah, with with Miss Maddie. Well, gotta see about that. Wait a second. Who is is Ari? Yeah, what did he say? I gotta get Ari over here. There's there's a thing. There's a thing. I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta hound her again. I don't don't know if they if they keep these hours though. Yeah. I will. I will find out because I'm still I'm still needling for that. Because worst case, I'm I'm still going to get Doctor Nuka on to talk about it anyway. That's that's a whole other thing. Sorry, back onto uh, back onto track. While we still got another, <laughs> we got we got a, we got a, about seven minutes maybe. Um, how about this one? Without going into uh, heavy duty detail, holiday um, holiday festival of some kind. You see, I'm not denominational kind of. Uh, Verbi- verbiage? Yeah. Whatever, close enough. Um, most fun one or, or, or nuttiest or, or just most entertaining for you guys because like I said, I, I, I wanted to be, try to be a little lighthearted. I know, I know, but you know, such happens sometimes. But um, is, is there one that for you guys has just been like fun to be able to go yeah, that's a thing. And why the hell is that even a thing? Because for me, the Yule Goats, re-finding out about that, that's mine. As I say, I love the Yule Cat. Absolutely love the Yule Cat. And and um, I think it was, was it Stephanie? I have to roll back when I was talking about it um, ages ago now. Said that uh, we should send that kitty cat over to the White House. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she said. Yep. <laughs> but then again, now, but the problem is, uh, uh, Cittolini there is such a, a narcissist. We know he had probably has new clothes for every damn day. So somebody has to like fix it so he can't wear new clothes on Christmas. And it'll have to be a male cat because otherwise, uh, he'll, he'll just grab it and, you know, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> But and, your she, and she'll cat, want him to. Well, but your cat's a lot bigger than anyone that he's been around before. I mean, she if if, if your cat can just chomp him in his mouth, then 
Okay, that that's suddenly like column two on F list right now. So I'm done. <laughs> but I mean, he, you know, it, it's big enough that he can just eat people. You know, it's, it's at least tiger lion size, if not bigger. So good luck grabbing that kitty cat. <laughs> Yeah, for what it's worth, uh, Stephanie's also put out there, uh, or Krampus. Was, yes, Krampus. That's, that's the one that got me. Um, now, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, I didn't know anything about it. I heard the name here and there. Um, it was a couple years ago, I was in the theater and I saw a trailer, and it looked like it was going to be like some stupid romantic Christmas comedy show, which, which basically then turned into Scream the Christmas Edition. Because it was about Krampus, and you know, and suddenly it's like my reaction to that trailer was probably like the same as uh, parents uh, who went and saw the Sausage Party trailer. Kind of went, uh, that is not what I was expecting, you know. <laughs> and then learning more that you know what Krampus was like. Okay, this is a, an interesting spin on things. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, you, Joey, and me finding out about it and and talking about it at length uh, a couple of times on yeah. Friday nights. <clears throat> now, um, I know it's not exactly um, holiday related in terms of like the traditional holidays, but um, uh, what's it called, Wolfenut, which happened? Oh this yeah. Year. Yeah, I don't know if uh, any of you other guys have heard about this. No. Let me uh, let me actually get the whole thing up on here because you'll get a kick out of this. Um, yeah. And, um, and, then, and then I have another Icelandic one that's not the old cat. Okay. Um, All right. And uh, while Dallin's pulling it up, oh, uh, there it is. Effectively, oh, you've got it already. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is from Wikipedia. Uh, okay, Wolfenut. Uh, November 23rd celebrates people who are kind to dogs. Aww. Now get this. It's a new holiday invented by a seven-year-old boy from Hamilton, New Zealand. After yeah. the idea was posted by his mother online, it went viral. And the official Facebook group has thousands of followers from all over the world, including lots of places. Um, and because it is a new and evolving holiday, an official website has been created to explain and answer questions. The official holiday greeting is, and I quote, have a howly wolfenute. Okay. Um, and, okay. and I love the, uh, I love the picture. I'll, I'll show this. I think you, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, da -da -da -da. God, I miss my. Oh, that's me. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, uh, let's, okay. <laughs> so if you look over here, uh, the picture of the gray wolf, uh, observed by dog lovers type secular, Significance celebrating people who are kind to dogs. Date November 23rd, annual frequency, and the first time was this year. Cool. I just I hope this takes off. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little earlier in the year, you know, compared to um you know, compared to Christmas and stuff, but still. Yeah, it puts it around the same time frame as um uh american um thanksgiving yeah there's nothing wrong with that oh oh i know why 
<coughs> oh, that explains everything right there. It's so that um, those who are celebrating Wolfenute have somewhere to get rid of the extra turkey that's left over. Uh, see, now they need to come up with one for kitty cats. They're already revered as gods. You really don't need to give oh. them anything extra special at this point. Come on. <laughs> well, they they might take, you know, they, they would appreciate it. They won't care. They'll just sit on, they'll knock over the tree and they won't even care. They will jump into a tree that's suspended four feet off of the ground and won't even care and just look at you from the branch yeah. going, what? Yeah. That just kind of goes with the territory. Yeah. It's even more fun when they're four months old and they have no fear of anything. Fair <laughs> enough. You said you had a, another Icelandic one? I do. The Icelandic Yule Lads. He's counting my tabs again. <laughs> sleepy, no, sleepy, grumpy, happy, dopey. Dude, um, no, 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 no <laughs> Disney. No Disney. So, so I, I, can't pronounce their Icelandic names, but they have um, sort of English names. So, and they start, they've started arriving already. The first one says, uh, arrives December 12th and is the sheep, sheep coat Claude. And it says he harasses sheep, but he's impaired by his stiff peg legs. So he has peg legs. Uh Okay, uh, don't do not throw any more innuendo at that one, please. Yeah. <laughs> rest, way right, too right, Saskatchewan right, for right, me. Right. And then we have the gully gawk who hides in gullies waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the, the cow shed and steal milk. Then we have uh, Yes. Cow stall not 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 bull stall right it says cow shed okay i'm, I'm just, I'm just making sure. milk not latte I've got, I've got a couple of people right now who are just like oh dude really it it, it wasn't the the latte so don't worry got it. Oh, um God. stubby who's abnormally short steals pants to eat what Pans, sorry, steals pans to eat the crust left on them. So I'm guessing um, they would make a lot of like meat pies and things, and he would most likely yeah steal the pan to eat the crust. Then we have the spoon licker who steals spoons, um, a type of wooden spoon. I can't that I can't pronounce a a pol pol polner. I can't pronounce that. It, it, it's pronounced punishment device. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he steals wooden spoons to lick them. He is extremely thin due to malnutrition because I guess all he eats is what's left on the spoon. Uh, then we have the pot licker who steals leftovers from pots. Oh, and look, and here we have, oh, you can't see him. We have Yule Cats come back. Miniature Yule Cat, that is. So then we have the Bowl Licker, whom I'm assuming licks bowls. <laughs> oh, hides under beds, waiting for someone to put down their bowl, which he then steals. Uh, 
that would not, probably not, be a chamber pot. No, that was I, I was thinking to you, but I don't think so. Let's hope not. Let's hope not, because I don't think he should be licking that blob. Yeah. Um, door slammer likes to slam doors, especially during the night. It says what it have, does on the tin. Then we have skier gobbler, a Yule lad with an affinity for skier. I don't know what S K Y R is. Um, give me one second. Okay, he's on the Google. I'm uh, on the Google. We have the sausage swiper <laughs> who would hide in the rafters and snatch sausages as they were being smoked. Oh, okay. Um, skier, as it's called, uh, yep. is, it's a type of yogurt. Okay, so he steals your yogurt. <clears throat> yep. okay. Then we have the window peeper. <laughs> a voyeur who would look through windows in search of things to steal. Right. That's what he's calling it now. Go right oh. ahead, baby. I don't care. This one's good. The doorway sniffer uh, has an abnormally large nose and acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate loaf brood. I don't know what that is. Uh, loaf brood. Um, I, 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 I may need, okay, hold on a second. I, I may need a, a medical assist on this one. Uh, Bridget, I, I've heard that, um, the clitoris has been referred to as the door knocker to Satan's doorway. Is, is that what I've heard? Correctly? Is that uh, it's the devil's doorbell. Door, okay. So not, not, a knocker. Bed, not a knocker. Okay. So uh, he's a sno doorway sniffer. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Then we have Meat Hook, who uses a hook to steal meat. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, candle stealer follows children. Meat hook is he can interfere with your pudding. Because if you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. Can't have any pudding. Okay. Well, uh, probably intentional consequences then. Uh, mm -hmm. Candle stealer follows children to steal their candles, which in those days were made of tallow and thus edible. Uh, Grilla, the mother of the Yule lads. Icelandic parents did scare their children from misbehaving by telling them that Grilla would come and abduct them. And lastly, oh, I can't pronounce that. Lepaloi? I don't know. Leopold. Leopold, okay. Leopold. <coughs> Who's the husband of Grilla? Um, says he's not that evil, but he's lazy. So those those are the Yule lads. Yeah, if I remember right, uh, Joe, didn't we have uh, didn't we have a discussion about uh, some yes. of these guys? Uh, I believe all of them. Yes. Yeah. And old. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Otter, the the door sniffers kind of because we don't know what Lofa Brown is. See, that's when cartoons used to be funny. Yep. True. Yep. There's there's some people right now who are just like, what 
the hell is what? For those of you that don't know what we're making reference to, you've god damn it now i'm gonna have to put it into the show fine i'll find it i'll put it in the show notes for you all right yeah have you anyway we're, we're we're running out of time um moving along guys um other other last item that uh curious funny weird holiday thing for any of you guys tech you haven't had very much to, to say you and joe come on something <clears throat> gambling during the holidays for the Jews. Come on, give me something. What the dreidel? God damn it! I was uh, trying. I was t- no, stop! I will. I will. I will mute your ass. See, I was going to say the I dreidel tra- is is both a form of gambling and as well as a form of teaching. It depends on the approach you take. Yeah, I was but it's, it's a very easy way to teach people how to. That. All I know is it's like a little top spinny thing with your characters on it so I, I don't know why one spins a dreidel for for um well for example one side of the dreidel one of the uh symbols on there says put one of whatever it is that you're using as your currency whether it's a piece of chocolate a stone pebble a, a coin a penny a quarter whatever put one into the pot and then one of the other ones is you take one out of the pot. Okay. Ooh. So um, it, it's like an early version of left, center, right. Okay. Or, or it's, it's except almost- you don't pass left or right. If everything it's in the pot, out of the pot, take so the whole pot. Kind of like Dallin's Secret Santa game, where you might end up with the, with the Crown Royal or you might end up with something else or nothing. But instead of people going and willfully taking stuff, it's it's a matter of what does the top say to do. Right. The drain so, tells you. Okay. And so it, it, it it's definitely a form of uh, people are going to get pissy about this, but it's it's a form of gambling because you're rolling you're basically rolling a D four. It just right. happens to be in the top shape. And oh, it's a it's a kids game. Well, it's more than a kids game, and it's also a kids game. So so's freaking solitaire, you know. And yet you can go to Nevada and play a game of solitaire and win money. People don't realize that. Yeah, if you actually clean a whole set of of a proper solitaire, um, you can actually win money. I, I, I got you. On that. You win Billy beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. I I'm unfamiliar with this one. You was don't that? know Billy Beer? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna... What, what part of I'm unfamiliar with this did you miss? Canuck and I know it. Okay, so that is beer that was produced, I want to say back in the 80s by Jimmy Carter's brother. I think it was Jimmy Carter's brother, Billy. Okay. You'll also tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He, he was like the brother of a president, and I'm pretty yeah. sure. I mean, Jimmy Carter's brother. Yeah. And apparently it was just terrible, but it was sort of a cult thing because it was, he was who he was. And yeah. And people still look for old, like, bottle or old cans and flats of it just for kicks. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Beer is not something that you want to um, allow to. Okay. Oh, they don't. They don't like consume it now. Oh, I'm right. Felix says I'm right. Ah, so yeah, Jimmy Carter's brother. Okay. 
yeah, I, I was about to say, beer is not one of those uh, edibles that you want to allow to ferment for. Oh no, you know, this 30, is totally years. like collector's stuff. Like, gotcha. yeah, because oh, I saw it on a show, and I'm trying to remember which what it was, but somebody had like, I think it was like Antiques Roadshow or something, and they had like a whole unopened flat of billy beer and they or like a case of it and they were like hey is this worth anything and they're like eh not much but interesting find yes um it's uh it's it's one step removed from um hand grenade throw it it'll explode because it's got that much left in it I was wrong. I was wrong about the vintage, though. It, he made it in first in 1977. Ah, which would coincide with a Jim going into office. Okay, which makes a little bit of sense. Joe, I know that you. Uh, how about a little way to to kind of drop the the blood pressure? One of the fun or funny or or silly holiday things that you might remember maybe maybe not or not i'm guessing you stepped away again for a couple moments bridget i'll, I'll throw it for just, you because just quickly Fila said that a case of billy beer sold for over 800 dollars recently Uh, wow. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, okay. Bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So strange, silly, cute, funny holiday thing that you remember, know about or something. Not really. Uh, I'll just wish everybody uh, a cool ghoul. Yeah, like that. That's fair enough. And yeah, like I said, for for me it was it was goats because I mean ha hashtag Yule goats. I mean, yeah. What are, what are you gonna do? Um, and I guess we'll. Uh, Del, did, did I? I don't know. Did uh, I've spoken enough? I mean, we have. I don't know, like cute, interesting. Um, I just remember a lot of stuff about home. Like when I think about Christmas, you know the the things the town used to get up to. You know, yeah. the, the, the Christmas tree in the middle of Main Street, the open skating rinks, the lung boats on the ocean. I know. It, not it quite that, but, uh, <laughs> but no, like dri driving around, uh, my dad used to drive us around to all the houses. We'd look at the Christmas lights that everybody put up. Um, a lot of stuff I miss. And if I were to go back there now, none of it would be there because there's just, there's no, nobody bothered to take care of those traditions. You know, things change, you know, that's the, you know, not to turn it political or anything, but that's a lot what happens when you, you know, we talked earlier about the companies and how, you know, they don't really give a damn about the employees anymore. And that kind of demoralizes them to like, well, why should I do anything at any time? Because, Mm -hmm. what's what's the point there there's things like that just find a way to suck the joy out of living in general and what a lot of them don't realize is the price you pay is you don't see that 
festive air of bygone days anymore because there's just there's no point yeah. fair enough and uh really quickly over in the chat uh kenny had just joined us over hi um what's going on is we're actually about to close up our show for the <laughs> evening unfortunately um just a couple of moments but what you settled into was a talk show called well as you saw holy crap and we kind of talk about a whole bunch of stuff from a skeptical point of view to try to figure out what's what and why it should even matter so feel free to kind of look back through the stuff and see what you think and if you like it cool and if you don't that's okay you popped in so thank you joe uh i don't know if you made it back at this point but uh i figured hit you really quickly one last time yes no maybe fair enough seriously was was there any last last minute item that uh holiday thing that you liked fun quirky whatever you know given my family history uh i don't have a whole lot of particularly good holiday memories understandably so but uh one one thing that there was no shortage of was the the Christmas morning paper fight. <laughs> because yeah, everybody got their gifts and whatnot. But immediately after that had uh after that had uh come to a close and everybody had unwrapped their gifts there's all the paper laying all over the living room just scattered everywhere and nobody ever knows who's going to start it but eventually someone's going to wad up one of those bits of paper and all mayhem shall break loose Worth it. That sounds like fun. And the bright side is you never have to worry about anybody complaining about a paper cut. Yeah. Because that never happens. <laughs> Not with wrapping paper, at least. My mother would have a fit. She's such a clean freak. Oh well. <laughs> I know I uh I know I said the uh, the old goats was probably uh the, the one thing that you know, I'll, I'll remember for a very, very long time now because I mean that is that is for me one of the quirkiest and coolest things. But um, I think I think one of the best things about the holidays that I will continue to try to remember because it's 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 worth it is listening to the commercials from the New York City area of Tom Carvel droning on about how you could get your ice cream Santa because Carvel did that every damn year. Great. Ice cream Santa? Ice cream Santa. Yep. Nessie Carvel. Ice cream Especially in New York State, where it's almost worse than Canada, as far as weather goes. What was what was, shit, what was the other thing that I had to uh, find the, the the thing of? We were talking about 
<laughs> Excuse me. Um, there was something else I was going to have to find the video of. Now, crap, I can't remember what it was. Don't know. Because I didn't write it down. Um, that, whatever the hell. I'll probably figure it out later and, and, and put it in here and, and kind of work it from there. Screw it. I'll figure it from, I'll figure it out. Or somebody in the chat will go ahead and, and remind me. And Stephanie um, is saying it's five GMT on Sunday. Uh, I thought we were at four GMT because GMT doesn't switch, but East Coast US does because we're stupid that way. Uh, it, I hate time zones. I know, I know. Time changes. I know. I know. You want you want to see how crazy it is? Go 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 look at Arizona as a state oh. at, at, at a state <laughs> level and see all the areas that do and don't. It's oh, a, like there's parts of Saskatchewan that do and some don't. And some that. some do a half an hour thing. I I don't know whatever the hell. Well, anyway. Newfoundland is like half hour in the future. They're they're special. Well, no, I'm I'm talking about they 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 do this like half hour switch from one county to another in Arizona when the time zones change and the whole you know what whatever it's a it's a it's a whole other thing for later we got to get done uh you switch GM to GMT from British no later later deal with it all later we got to go. Everyone, thank you very much for being with us. This is of, of course, as always, we hope that you enjoyed yourselves, had something worthwhile to think about, and with any luck, um, I don't know, um, just remember, giving out coal is no longer in vogue anymore. Please seriously consider um, uh, MAGA hats. No. <laughs> um, Poo on a stick. Uh, no. No. Um, anything, no. anything else? Almost? Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> Cheetos are good. I'd be happy with you. Yeah. Um, they work as fire starters. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Poo, poo emojis. You can get like little plushy ones now. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to associate um, Sir Patrick with. The... <sighs> you guys are killing me over here. <laughs> you really are. Happy Gravness, everyone. <laughs> Happy gra Gravas? What? On <laughs> no, it's grab, grab the kitty cat. <laughs> anyway, before I start coughing again, because I'm about to. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. Under no <clears throat> tech, thank you very much for your time. You try very desperately to have a good holiday season, please. Yeah, well, let's see what I can do. Appreciate it, Joey. You too. You try to uh, stay warm. Have yourself a a um, an otherwise uneventful couple of days because um, <laughs> your cat's apparently uh, special. Yeah, like you said. Well. Good luck with that. I <laughs> might I might end up with a few more special things to have to do this holiday season. Um, that one's already aware of it. He can fill mm -hmm. you in. <laughs> but uh. Call out the butler of this house, put on his golden ring. Let him bring us a glass of beer, and better we shall sing. 
Awesome. No, no, nobody. Nobody's going to pitch in here. Where's your holiday spirit? Damn it. Uh, my holiday spirits have already been completely consumed. So um, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I haven't had anything to drink today, so. You, well, you can. That's just perfectly fine. You could piss off. I'll tell you why that's funny in a second. <laughs> Good night, Joe. Fine. Bridget, thank you, of course, for your time. And um, you, you're going to appreciate this. Uh, I got a buddy of mine over on Facebook who is uh, uh, recovering from uh, surgery. He had a uh, he had a, a replacement kidney put in, and oh. uh, he went ahead and said that uh, he'll be allowed to leave the hospital when uh, the kidney starts working. So oh. instead of uh, like all these other people who were uh, praising god and and thanking the hospital i basically said and and exactly this piss off so he appreciated that yeah thank you for your time hon you have yourself a good holiday season too oh you too i'll see you next week and (laughs) (laughs) and if you want to find me uh you can read my musings at bridgetfitch2112.wordpress.com or send me a prayer request on Facebook, Bridget Fitch. Thank you, Han. Look at the bright side. It's better for you to go ahead and do it than for me to do it because you know how I'd be. <laughs> you know better than that. Heretic woman. Um, yes. So uh, does this mean that uh, you guys are actually back in session properly now? Oh, we were. Um, so actually, we're not going to do a show um, this week because it's Christmas Eve. So, uh, but we just did one, which uh, like on Monday, which was really funny, and you should all watch it. Um, we did a show talking about the wild and wacky world of holy relics. Oh, perfect. Oh yes. Do you know how many foreskins Jesus had? <laughs> a lot. Uh- I don't know. Did he have a key ring kind of like the janitor at a school? I know there's one that's, you know, really, really, really big. Apparently that happens to be circling. uh, Oh, what's. uh, Oh, can't really see that. Saturn. You had to spoil it, didn't you? I did. It depends on who you talk to. There's either a shit ton of little ones or a big one or anything in between. But yeah, there's a lot of them. A lot of them. And and his his isn't the only junk related one floating around either. So <laughs> so if you want to find out all about the bizarro things that people have kept um, as as holy relics. Uh, you can pop on over to my channel, uh, Beyond the Trailer Park. Um, we're usually live Mondays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, as I say, we're not going to do a show live this week because it is Christmas Eve. And um, I know Morgan has plans elsewhere and stuff. And I have people coming the next day. It's just going to be a little crazy. So, so take the night off. Yes, Joey. So apparently... Not just a messiah, not just a zombie, but also apparently an echidna. You, you folks down in Australia, you'll get the joke. 
<laughs> oh yeah, there there basically was no part of the body that didn't get made into a holy relic. Even even Mary's breast milk. Ugh. Yeah. That's yeah. And that wasn't even the grossest thing we came Well, to. there goes my cornflakes. <laughs> well, there was a, a oh saint i can't remember her name but uh you could have uh the the milk with a bowl of her fingernail clippings because they kept mm. those too but anyway so yeah you're that, done you're done okay you're done you're done you're done you're done 7 30 p.m eastern or go go see my channel beyond the trailer park <laughs> Yeah. Um cooking with heretic woman, everybody. That's just great. That's just great. Dallin. <laughs> yeah. Um I've got uh, I've got several liters of, of wine in, in the closet. I might buy some now to try to get that out of my ear. Hmm. What do you got? Uh my usual shtick, um, of course, curating and taking care of the audio version of this show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And for those nights when I just got something to say that, I don't know, call it catharsis, call it trying to relieve heartburn, uh, whatever, you can catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thank you, man. And uh, as an aside... Uh, although uh, more than likely most of you are probably not going to uh, catch this in time. Uh, normally speaking, Monday nights I have a uh, I have one of my DJ sets out of Second Life. Uh, Monday being uh, Christmas Eve, I have decided that I will go ahead and be on for my uh, my usual thing. Uh, instead of doing two hours, I'm probably going to end up doing three, just to give some folks that have to be prepping for the next day and need somebody to, to hear other than just the prepackaged music thing. Am I going to be doing a whole bunch of music for Christmas? Probably some, but as usual, I'm just not going to be completely satiated with that. I don't get anything for this, but if there is one album I can suggest folks to take a look at or even consider or take a look over on uh, YouTube for a couple of the cuts. Chicago did a bunch of Christmas music back in the late nineties, as I recall, in 2013, I forget when the album came out, but they did some really, really great renditions of classics, stripped the music down to its bare essence and rebuilt it from the ground up in their own personal style. They have the only version of Feliz Navidad I can stomach. <laughs> and I love it. So, on behalf of the crew, on behalf of all of us over here, and all of our circles of friends and family and family of choice, may you all <clears throat> have a safe holiday season and again no matter what it is that you celebrate 
And if by some weird whim of the imagination, you don't have someone to consider family with, we would be honored to be part of yours if you'll be part of ours. There's nothing wrong with having family of choice. We should be back again next week. I actually didn't double check the schedule. Yep, that's going to put us on the 30th, so it's not New Year's Eve. So I'm planning on being here. So hopefully we'll see you then. Until that next time, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. As always for my lady... 13 plus years on, I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. As always, until the next time we get together, everyone. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.